சகனாவது சகனோனு ரைட் ஜீதனவந்தேதன்தீஸ்பீடிங் அமங் 
for establishing the self-superiority. Anyonyus pardeyanati and thus vying with each other, competing with each other. How can sense organs do that? Nichakshuradinam vacham pratyakhyaya pratyegam vadanam sambhavati. Furthermore, the story says that they were talking. So, because when you say that I am Aham Shreyanasmi, Aham Shreyanasmi, so I am superior, I am superior. That means they are uttering these words. So at the most the organ of speech can utter words, but then nobody else can utter the words. How do they utter words? How do they speak? So Pratyekam Katham Vadanam Sambhavati. If as a group they all say then perhaps among them the organ of speech may have said, you know, representing the whole group, that may be possible. But excluding the organ of speech, how can each one of them speak? Tatha apagamaha dehat. How to explain their departing from this body? Punah pravesha and then again returning and entering the body. Pranas tutirva vadyade or the extolling or praising of prana. How can all of this be terrible, logical, reasonable? Tatra, then Bhashaka replied, Agnyadi chedanavad devada adhishthitatva dvagadina. Vagas in the speech and other organs are adhishthitatva. They are presided over by deities such as fire and others who are chetanavata. So they are, these presiding deities are conscious beings. And so tadatma viprayana. So not only that they are presiding deities, but then they are, there is an identification. I guess the way it may have worked is that the eyes must have meditated upon fire, I mean Surya or sun, and the speech must have meditated upon fire, or fire itself has become the organ of speech. Adnihi vaghutva mukham praveshadaya. What is the organ of speech? Nothing but fire himself becoming organ of speech entered the mouth. And therefore, this organ of speech really is nothing but the manifestation of fire. Therefore, it also inherits the sentiency that the fire has. So, tavat prasiddham agamataha devar vagadinam chetanavattam devar agamataha. On the basis of the scriptural authority, it is well known to those who are familiar with the scriptures that the sense organs are conscious entities. On account of their identification with the presiding deities, who in turn are sentient or conscious beings. Then what happens? Is ekasmindeh aneka chetanavatam. So now you are saying that in one body there are many conscious entities. Each sense organ is a conscious entity, and so there are so many conscious entities, and each one of them is independent. In that case, they will have their own opinion. In which case the body cannot either, body will be destroyed or will not function. Therefore, how to explain so many conscious entities in one body? So, Tārkika Samaya Virodhaiti. 
So what you are saying contradicts the Siddhanta, the opinion of the Tarkikas of the logicians, Nyayakas. Dehe ekasmin aneka chetanavatve. The Nyayakas, the logicians, tell us that if there is more than one ruler or one controller, then that entity or that system cannot function. Because independent rulers are going to have independent opinions. In unlikelihood, those opi- their opinions are likely to be contradicted to each other also, in which case if each one asserts their own opinion then that system cannot function. Either it will be destroyed or come to a stop. So then Bhastakaya says that no, we are not saying that these conscious entities are independent. That they are not independent rulers. They are ruled by somebody else. So you can have a number of conscious entities in one system as long as all of them are subservient to someone else, then it's okay. Kim eka shariram aneka jetana adhishtidam nabhavati. Kim va tehi nidhi kartrata bhavati adhishtidam egi vikalpya. Are you saying that one body cannot be presided over by many conscious entities or that whatever karta and bhokta they have determined that body cannot be presided over by that. <coughs> so, Ishvara. So then they are not karta bhokta. If each conscious being is independent, it's karta and bhokta. It does things independently and enjoys things independently, in which case what one wants to enjoy may be different from what somebody else wants to enjoy. Somebody wants to watch TV and somebody wants to read and you know, that kind of things can happen. You are watching TV also, somebody wants to watch cricket and somebody wants to watch the tennis and somebody wants to see some game and the stereo and stuff like that. So yes, when you are saying that there cannot be many conscious entities in one, you are saying that there cannot be independent entities or they can be there as long as the Kartrutva Bhuktrutva is not their own. So Vashyakara says, Na, Ishwarasya Nimitta Karatva Bhagavad. First of all, we are saying that these deities or these organs are not independent. Ishwarasya Nimitta Karatva Bhagavad. Ishwarasya Nimitta Karanam is a creator, sustainer, ruler, ordainer. Itavat Ishwaram Abhyogachandi Tarkikaha. The Tarkikas, the logicians, do accept Ishwara. Mana adi kare karanam, adhyatrikanam, bhashanam. They say that these organs of perception, etc., in this body and all the different elements in the universe are not independent. All of them are ordained or ruled by one Ishwara. So, Tarkika accept one Ishwara. Of course, the world cannot work. Forget about the body. But in the world also, if all these elements were independent, this could not function. So, in as much as the system called the universe functions smoothly or harmoniously, it requires that there should be one ruler. So from logic alone, Tarkikas will say that there should be one Ishwara, one ruler. So, Manadi Karekarnanam Adhyadmikanam So, body and sense organs obtaining at the individual level, Bhakyanam Prasivyadinam and the elements existing at the cosmic level or the elemental level. 
అధిష్ఠితానామేవ ఆల్ దీస్ అట్ ది ఇండివిజువల్ లెవెల్ అట్ ది థోడ్ అట్ ది ఎలిమెంటల్ కాస్మిక్ లెవెల్ ఆల్ దీస్ ఆర్ దే ఆర్ ఆల్ ఇన్ టర్న్ ఆర్ ప్రిసైడెడ్ ఓవర్ నియమేన ప్రవృత్తిమిచ్చంతి అర్థాధివత సో తార్కిక ద లాజిషియన్ సే దట్ ది యాక్టివిటీ ఆఫ్ ఆల్ ది ఎలిమెంట్స్ అవుట్ సైడ్ అండ్ ది సెన్స్ ఆర్గన్స్ విత్ ఇన్ ఇస్ నియమేన ఆల్ ఆఫ్ దెమ్ ఆర్ రూల్డ్ కంట్రోల్డ్ దెర్ ఆర్ అపాయింటెడ్ రథాధివత జస్ట్ ఎస్ యాక్టివిటీ ఆఫ్ రథ ఇస్ నాట్ డిపెండెంట్ ఇండిపెండెంట్ chariot cannot independently move and cannot decide at what speed it wants to move and things like that is all determined by horses and so also the activities of all the entities within the body and outside are all determined by ishwar this is tarika says so accepting their opinion then it is possible that there can be many subservient officers or you know the uh, the rulers who are in turn ruled by vanishwara so they can rule in their own jurisdiction but then they cannot rule independently the rule according to the the uh, let us say the mandate given to them there were there are ministers all right but then those ministers also function according to mandate given to them by the chief minister who in turn should also rule according to mandate given by the president or prime minister whatever and president and constitution etc so that way the real ruler is constitution ideally whether that works or not is a different thing but then it is the constitution that's the ultimate ruler and so whether or not therefore even supreme court judge can be impeached if he gives the judgment which contradicts the constitution and so can be president and prime minister and anybody nobody is above the rule of law see this is what they say nobody is above the rule of law what is rule of law constitution so ishwara is the rule of law and nobody is above that even though each one of them has their own powers all right but all those powers also are according to the mandate given to them by ishwara కాస్మిక్ లెవెల్ all of them are subservient to ishwara's rule that's what they say so if you accept that principle then it is all right even if these fellows are sentient then also as long as they follow the rule of ishwara so it's okay it is not necessary that the sense organs or the elements like earth have to be uncon insentient in order for them to follow the law they can be sentient beings and still they can follow the law therefore accepting the principle of nyayakas even though they may or may not accept the sentience of the sense organs they don't but we accept but at the same time we say that the sense organs and the elements all of these are subservient to rule of ishwara natasmavi agnyadyah chetanavatyope devataha 
Adhyatmam bhokta abhivagamyande. We are not saying that is the second part. So tain nirani the kartru bhokta dishtidamidi. So this fellow decides who is the karta. Ishwara is the karta. And he is the bhokta. And he is the one who rules. So kartrutta bhokta, that independence is not there in this devatas. Even though they may have kartrutta bhokta, but then it is subservient to the rule of Ishwara. So the devatas have all their kartrutta meaning the doership and bhokta and joership within their realm. Because devatas are conscious beings, they, they are capable of blessing the devotees. But still all of them follow the law of Ishwara. In that case, the system can function in harmony as long as, even though the intermediate entities are conscious, as long as they follow the rule of Ishwara, that will not contradict the harmony of the universe. So this is Nayayika's basic concern. That if you accept more than one conscious being, then there will be no order. Vidandin says there can be order. Even if there are many conscious beings, there can be order as long as all those conscious beings follow the law of Ishwara, one central law. Therefore, Devataha Adhyatam Bhoktrana Bhivagamyande. We do not say that Devatas are Bhoktri, Bhoktri, meaning that they are the experienced enjoyers. So, Bhoktriya is Nadi Nadya, Nadi Nadya, Nadya, like Bhoktriya. Kimta is then what do we accept? Karya Karnavati Nami Tasam. The Devuta is a feminine word. That is why Karya Karnavati Nam Tasam. All those Devutas who themselves are possessed of Karya Karana, the body, sense organs, etc. Pranayika Devata Bhedanam. But they are not independent because Pranayika Devata Bhedanam. They are all the different <coughs> manifestations of. One Devata, namely Prana or Sutra Atma Hiranyagarbha. In that sense, they are all subservient to Hiranyagarbha. Call it Ishvara or call it Prana. So, just as all the limbs in our body, they are all subservient to one self. Similarly, also, all the Devatas are subservient to one self, namely Sutra Atma Hiranyagarbha. Adibhuta Adideva. Bheda Kodi Vikalvana. So there can be any number of conscious, any number of devatas. There are devatas in this body. There are 33 crore devatas in cow, you know. So in every limb of the cow, the devatas are there. So look at our Go Puja. In our, in our book, Deva Puja. You'll find that different devatas invoke from different limbs of the cow. And then only we have only presented there are a few of them, you know. All 33 crores and then you can never come to an end of it, so. So, so Adhyatma, Adhibhuta, Adhideva. So, Devatas obtained at the Adhyatma, the individual level, Adhibhuta, elemental level, Adhideva at the cosmic level, divine plane. Therefore, Bheda Kodi, Vikalpanam, in that sense, there are crores of them, millions of them. But then, in spite of them, each one of them has their own personality, has their own body, mind, sense complex, they have their own their jurisdiction, their own function, etc. But 
अध्यक्षता मात्रण ईश्वर नियंता अभिगम्य दे ऑफ ऑल दिस क्रोर्स एंड क्रोर्स ऑफ देवता नियंता दर्डिनर इज ईश्वर देन द इम्पोर्टेंट थिंग इज हाउ डज ईश्वर रूल देन दस एन इंटरेस्टिंग थिंग सी इफ यू लुक एट दनंदगिरी टीका इन लाइन थर्टी वन वी रेड दैट यदि कार्य करना अधिष्ठात देवता देवता तरी तत्कार्यकरणा किम अधिष्ठात देवतांतरम जस्ट एज वी हैव दिस बॉडी माइंड सेंस कॉम्प्लेक्स एंड ईच वन ऑफ दिस सेंस एज इज ए प्रिसाइडिंग डेरी नो यू आर सींग दैट दोज डेरीज दमसेल्स हैव बॉडी माइंड कॉम्प्लेक्स सो देश ऑफ दर ओन प्रिसाइडिंग डेरीज ऑल्सो इज हाउ इट इज सेज नो किम तरी देन वॉट इट इज सो ईश्वरा इज दे अल्टीमेट रूलर सो दिस देवता कार्यकना अधिष्ठानीष्ठानीष्ठानीष्ठानीष्ठानीष्ठानीष्ठानीष्ठानीष्ठानीष्ठानीष्ठानीष्ठानीष्ठानीष्ठानीष्ठानीष्ठानीष
and there can be any number of more also because 33 crore people are there, and each one of them the devatas are there, you know. No, no, bhuyasyo devataha, the devatas are many. Katham tasam prana lakshana eka devata pravedatam. All these countless devatas, how can they be the expression of one devata? One, oh, any one devata expresses so many countless devatas. So, Vashyakara said, yes. Adhyatma, Adibhuta, Adhidaiva, Bheda, Koti, Vikalpanam. Sahangiri, Adhyatma, Adibhuta, Adhidaiva, Adhidaivanam. Bheda, Koti, Vikalpayasam. Where is the Bheda? Bheda is in the Adhyatma. Individual levels are how many conscious beings? At the elemental level, how many elements are there? At the cosmic level, so they in fact create the diversity or in the devatas. So bheda koti bhi, koti is the sankhya. Koti also can be a category. Here koti means crore or millions. Vikalpo yasam. Therefore devatas are vikalpa. So devatas have all these vikalpa or manyness because there is manyness in one Hiranyagarbha or one Ishvara. Ishvara is one. But Ishwara has all these manifold expressions at Adhyatma, Adhibhuta, Adhidaiva. Therefore, Devutas also have similar expressions. Then Siddhananagari, Niyantritta, Prayukta, Vyaparavatam, Varayatam, Vishnasti. Now we come to Ishwara. Establish that one Ishwara is the ultimate Niyanta, is the ultimate ruler. Okay. But then, is Ishwara a ruler in primary sense? Even though the word Ishwara means ruler, or Niyanta means ordainer, but is he ordainer ruler in primary sense? So, Niyantrutta Prayukta Vyaparavatvam. If you say that, Ishwara in fact impels them, Ishwara actually orders them to function in a certain way, is that how it is? Why? That cannot be. Ishwara will be crazy, you know, if he has to order everybody. How many people will he order? And therefore, there is no niyantrutvam in a primary sense. Ishwara also is not niyanta. So this is how we come from Saguna Brahma to Nirguna Brahma. And even though we say Sarva Shaktiman, Sarvayapi, etc., and you know, Sarvagnya, but ultimately, if Ishwara also has to do things, then he will have to expend an energy. In that case, he will also get ultimately exhausted and he will also perish. So there cannot be an activity. Activity always requires some energy. However, infinite similarities, but some energy will be required. In which case, Ishwara will become perishable because the time beginning of this going on, little by little by little. Even if you don't carry any weight, just hold your hand like this, then also in course of time it will get tired because even there is a little, little stress. Therefore it is required that ultimately Ishwara cannot be niyanta, a doer or enjoy in primary sense. Ishwara cannot be a doer or enjoy in the primary sense. Therefore we say, so adhyakshata matrena. Merely Maya Adyakshana Prakritihi Suyate Sacharacharam. Lord Krishna says, It is my mere presence, conscious presence. 
So Jaksha means actually overlord. So one who overlords. But here Adyaksha is merely seer, witness. Not even witness, conscious presence. <coughs> so here also it is said, Adyakshada Matrana Nyantai Ishwara Bhivakam. This is what we accept. So now we have parted company from Nayaikas. So we went along with Nayaikas in as much as there is one Ishwara who is Nimitta Karana. And that Ishwara's rule is, is what actually uh, is rule is that which pervades the entire universe. And the, all entities in the entire universe are under the rule of Ishwara. This is up to what Nayaika said. Now we say that accepting that principle of Nayaikas, it is quite alright if the deity is ascension, it doesn't matter. This deities don't have to be insentient. Sense organs don't have to be insentient. As long as you accept the one ruler that is Ishwara. That's important. That there is sensual insensual is not important. What is important is that Ishwara is one ruler. <coughs> Again, what kind of ruler? Sri Dhanandagiri, Atha Ishwara Syabi, Niyantrutvat, Karyakanavatvam. Ishwara also accepted in primary sense as Niyanta as an ordainer or controller. Then he also will require a body-mind complex to do this work. Kimi King, this fellow has asked this question. Kimi King Kaya Sakal King Upaya Stribhuvanam. Kimi What kind of a desire or activity Ishwara had in creating his world? King Kaya He did not have a body. How does he create? Kim What instruments and tools did he have to create? Which was the place where he was sitting? Where is the material? If Ishwara also requires all this stuff, then he can't be Ishwara. Because a regular, a worldly creator, such as a pot maker, is not in, even though you call him Nivittakaran, still his independence is limited. Meaning he requires a potter, a wheel. He requires clay, he requires all these other resources to be able to do his work. Ishwara is independent, he doesn't even require those things. So that is why we cannot apply every aspect of a prajapati or a pot maker to Ishwara. And they won't stretch that example to infinity. <coughs> so Ishwara Syapi Nyantrutvat Karyakanatvam Yadi. Ishwara also required a body and he also needed to function like we. So now people stretch, imagine Ishwara and then think of Ishwara exactly as a human being. So they, they, they make fun of all the religious people. That you have, you have thought of, you have created Ishwara in your own image. So man has created God in his own image. Although it is said God has created man in his image. But really, man has created God in Because when we paint Ishwara, we also show him as human beings. With structures similar, same proportions, you know. So then the good painters make sure the same proportions are followed. Meaning Ishwara also enjoys a human personality. If this is so, then Ishwara also is limited. But that is all for the purpose of prayer, meditation, etc. But one should not imagine that Ishwara is just literally like that only. He is that also and then he also transcends that. And so, Ishwara requires hands. Then how many hands would he require? And how many weapons would he require? How many eyes would he require? Therefore, Masyakara says, next sentence now, 
on the sixth line. Sahi Akarnaha. So this is Vedanta. Sahi Akarnaha. Ishwara is Akarnaha. Without the organs. He doesn't have any organs. Doesn't have mind, etc. Doesn't have hands and legs. It doesn't require them. Doesn't mean it doesn't require them. So you think that somebody can see only if he has eyes. And can hear only if he has ears. It is possible to see and hear without eyes and ears. Ishwara comes from where eyes come from. What makes the eyes see? You know. Yet chakshushana pashyadi, yet chakshum si pashyadi. That which cannot be seen by the eyes, but that because of which one sees the eyes. Therefore, sahi akarnaha. He is without the organs. Akarnatvam akaryatvasya upalakshanam. The fact that he doesn't have any limbs or organs means that he doesn't perform any activity also. Because to perform any activity requires organs of action, but he doesn't have any organs, therefore no kari, no kartrutva. And you require organs of perception for bhuktrutvam and organs of action for kartrutva. So for doing you require organs of action, for experiencing you require organs of perception and mind of course. Ishwara does not have either of them. That being the case, he is not even karta bhokta in the primary sense. <clears throat> Although you can call him karta bhokta in a sense, but then from his own standpoint, he is not karta bhokta, the doer experiencer in a primary sense. Tatra shutim pramanayati. How do you say that Ishwara is without organs? That shruti. Now this sentence happens to be there, which is good, you know. Of course, there are many others also, but this is very clear. Here, Adresya Magrahima Gotram, like that, you can say that, that all Apavada is done. But this is one sent statement from Svetashvata Upanishad, very specifically described as not having limbs. So, Vashyaka says, Apani Pado Javano Grahita Pashyatya Chakshus Sashranotya Karnaha Apani Padaha Pani means the hand, Pada means the foot. So without hands and feet. Then Javano Grahita Javana, however, he is very fast and Grahita, he moves fast and Grahita, he grasps everything. So without the feet or legs, he moves fast. Without the hands, he grasps. So Ishvara does not require hands to grasp and does not require legs to move. Pashyadya Chakshu, he sees without the eyes. Shrunodya Karnaha, hears without the ears. Ityadi Mantravarna, this mantra clearly says that Ishvara is akaranaha, that he is without the organs. <coughs> Ityadi mantravarna. So Adi is what? Siddhanir Adi Padena. Natasikaryam karanam chavidyate. Again comes only from Shvetashatara. Natasikaryam karanam. Karyam means body, karanam means sense organs. Karyam means gross body, karanam means subtle body. There also it doesn't have. Again, but this, that part only is important. There is nobody equal to him, let alone anybody superior to him. 
Parasa Shakti Bhivadeva Shruyate. We find the Shruti saying that he is Parasa Shakti, he is supreme power. Swabhavaki Shakti, he is intrinsic power. So, what is Jnana Balak Kriyacha? Jnana Shakti, Kriya Shakti. The power to know, the power to act are intrinsic without, though, power to know without the organs of perception and power to act without organs. So that is Swabhavik. We have also the power to know, but then it is through organs of perception and the mind and power to act is again organs of action and mind. So therefore, our power to know or act can be compromised if these organs are not functioning properly or if they are not there. The Ishwara's power to know and act also will be compromised if we dependent upon these organs. So if you need organs to do something, you are dependent upon them. If you need an intellect to know, then you are dependent upon intellect. If the intellect is gone, then however great a scholar is, he doesn't know anything, he doesn't recognize. Who is he? Who are you? So this man asks his own son, who are you? Great scholar. But his scholarship dependent upon his intellect. If Ishwara also depends upon that, then someday Ishwara will not remain Ishwara. Understand that. Independence means what? He doesn't even need, he doesn't depend upon any organs or even mind in order to do anything. Therefore, Svabhavaki Jnana Balakriyacha. This Jnana Kriya Balakriya. So, then Jnana Shakti and Kriya Shakti, etc. All this Jnana Kriya and Balakriya also you can say, Jnana Kriya is the action at the level of knowledge and Balakriya action at the level of the action or the organs of action. Oh, Swabhaviki means what? Intrinsic. Meaning that it does not require the organs of action and perception for those powers. Then says, Anandagiri, Sutratma Hiranyagarva hai Sach Eka Samashti Rupa Devata So, Sutratma Hiranyagarva, this word is Prana. Prana is Sutratma. Who is Sutratma? Same is Hiranyagarva. Again, then you have to establish the equation. Because different words are used in different places. So, prana is used in some place, sutra is used in another place, hiranyagarbha in third place. So, don't think they are all different entities. He is called prana from the standpoint of the power to act. He is called hiranyagarbha from the standpoint of power to know. So, icha shakti, kriya shakti, jnana shakti, all of these in fact reside in the totality in hiranyagarbha. So functional names are there, but the entity is one. Saguna Brahma. So Sutratma Hiranyagarbha Sacha Eka Samashti Rupa Devata. That's one Devata. Samashti Rupa. That's one cosmic Devata. Tatat Avasthavedanam Devatanam Ishvara Niyanta. So Ishvara is Niyanta of one Hiranyagarbha. You know, basically, Ishvara is Niyanta of Hiranyagarbha. And these devatas are all nothing but the limbs of Hiranyagarbha, or parts of Hiranyagarbha, or expressions of Hiranyagarbha. So, being the ruler of Hiranyagarbha, 
he automatically being ruler of all the devatas. Therefore, tat avastha bhedanam devatanam ishvaro niyanta iti uktam. So it was said, pranayika devata bhedanam etc. etc. So there tesham adyakshata matrana niyanta ishvara. So all these devatas, this Ishwara said niyanta all of these. So in this way, that Hiranyagarbha, all devatas are expressed Hiranyagarbha and Ishwara is the ruler of Hiranyagarbha. How? Tatra Pramana. How do you say that Ishwara is niyanta of Hiranyagarbha? Tatra Pramanama Hiranyagarbha meti. So Vahasyakara says. See how wonderful quotations are there. And only that part of quotation that is required to, to make a point. That's all. Hiranyagarbham Pashyada Jayamanam Hiranyagarbham Janayamasapurvam Ityadicha Shvetashvatariyaha Pathante Hiranyagarbham Pashyadjayamanagam Sanodevas Shruvayas Vrityas Anyanaktu The Ishwara and so Rudraha what this is in praise of Lord Shiva or, or, or Ishwara but the thing is that is Hiranyagarbham Pashyadjayamanagam he is the first Devata who even sees Hiranyagarbha being born meaning that this this Rudra or Devata is there, Ishwara is there, even when Hiranyagarbha is not there. And he watches Hiranyagarbha being born. And that being the case, Hiranyagarbha is born. That means whoever is born is all subservient. Whoever gives him, but that's why I say Hiranyagarvam, Janayamasapurvam. First of all, he created Hiranyagarbha. So then, naturally, creator is also the Niyanta. So these statements. These statements amount to saying that Ishwara is a niyanta of Hiranyagarbha. And all devatas are nothing but the expression of Hiranyagarbha. Therefore, Ishwara also becomes a niyanta of all the devatas at all the levels. Adipadena Hiranyagarbha samavatatagretyadi grishyate In the beginning, Hiranyagarbha came into being. And then rest of them, Brahma Devanam Prathamasambhuha. Among all the devatas, Brahma manifested first. <coughs> then Siddhanagri, Devanam Ishwasya Asmindehe Bhoktrutva Bhave Kasya Bhoktrutva Midi. No, Ishwara is not Bhokta in the primary sense. He is not Karta in the primary sense. No, Ishwara can't be called Bhokta. In a way you can call it bhokta, but through maya, not intrinsically. And you say these devatas also are not bhokta because all of them are also ordained by Ishwara. So, devanam ishvasyacha asminde bhoktratva bhave. Neither devatas nor Ishwara are the bhokta in this body-mind complex. Kasya bhoktratva medhi. Then who is the real bhokta here? So, Bhashyaka is bhokta here. Bhokta karma phala sambandhe dehe tad vilakshano jeeva hai 
इति वक्ष्यामह सो भोक्ता कर्म वाले संबंधी हु कैन बी भोक्ता ओनली कर्म वाले संबंधी हु इज ए एंजॉयर एक्सपीरियंस सो यू ऑलवेज एक्सपीरियंस कर्म वाला बेसिकली सो एक्सपीरियंसिंग इज नॉट जस्ट आर्बिट्री वॉट एवर यू एक्सपीरियंस इज इन वेरिएबली और हैज टू बी द रिजल्ट ऑफ सम कर्म ऑफ द अदर विच यू मस्ट परफॉर्म इन द पास अदरवाइज आई कैनॉट बी एनी ऑर्डर If you experience without any rhyme and reason, if things happen to you without rhyme and reason, there is no order. So nothing can happen to anybody without a rhyme and reason. What's the rhyme and reason? Karma. Who perform? You perform. When? Sometime in the past. That's all. Doesn't matter when you perform. And so that is why whoever performs a karma, whoever is karta, becomes a bhogta. That's the rule. Bhogta must necessarily have been a karta in the past. सो दैवर कर्म वाले संबंधी हुई इस भोक्ता कर्म वाले संबंधी इस भोक्ता भोक्ता है सो दैट करता वेन यू बिकम्स कर्म फले संबंधी बिकम्स भोक्ता द वन इज डूअर टूडे बिकम्स एक्सपीरियंसर लेटर वेन ही बिकम्स एसोसिएटेड विथ द रिजल्ट ऑफ द कर्मा देर परफॉर्म्स नाउ इन फ्यूचर वेन ओ बिकम्स कनेक्टेड विथ द रिजल्ट ऑफ दिस कर्मा ही बिकम्स भोक्ता so this rule is bhogta karma vala sambandhi ishvara is not a karta and devatas don't have independent kartrutvam therefore whoever thinks is independent karta who is this jiva even he also not in, but he thinks is independent that's all because of ignorance so therefore bhogta karma sambandhi in this body it is who is jiva it is jivatma the ignorant one he is a karta bhogta तद विलक्षण हु इज डिफरेंट फ्रॉम बोथ ऑफ देम सद विलक्षण देवता ईश्वराभ्याम व्यावृत्त दियावत थर्ड एंटिटी हु इज ए डिफरेंट फ्रॉम देवता एंड डिफरेंट फ्रॉम ईश्वरा दिस जीवा इज वन इज करता वेरी देर मस्ट बी क्लैरिटी अबाउट एवरीथिंग यू सी सो भाष्यकारा इन दी कॉन्टेक्स्ट ऑफ दिस डिस्कशन ऑल्सो प्रोवाइड द क्लैरिटी अबाउट द वेदांत सिद्धांत and how to understand this particular story idi vakshyam this is what we are going to say later on so later on we'll tell you how jiva is a karta bhokta in that manner that question is answered how is it tenable that the sense organs are discussing and they are they are debating and vying with each other how is it possible as other sentient being yes they are sentient beings we say how can it because of the identification of presiding deity is poor sentient beings there are many conscious beings are there many but they are not independent independent conscious being is one with a niyanta but not in primary sense so without being niyanta he is a niyanta why do you call him niyanta because these fellows are all niyantya so they are all niyantrita we find all devatas and elements all of them are controlled ruled niyantrita niyamya so niyanta niyamya we find the earth fire water all of them function according to the uh, according to how they are been actually assigned to do things so all of them are assigned or appointed to do what and there is a they are given a mandate according to that with the function like uh, servants you know, obedient servants so there we call ishwara niyanta 
Because the whole world is niyamya. Everything, nothing is independent. Everything functions according to some law. And that we call Ishvara Niyanta. From our standpoint, from Ishvara's standpoint, the Niyantratum also is as though. <coughs> this is Vedanta Siddhanta. That's the ultimate truth has to be without any attributes. That's all. Ultimate reality must be without attributes. The Niyantratum also cannot be primary. Even the Kartrutva, Creatorship, etc. cannot be primary. Because then it requires to do something. Then you make him karta in a primary sense. If he does things, then of course uh, he feels a strain of doing it. In which case, he cannot survive forever. In order for something to be eternal, it must be actionless. For something to be eternal, it cannot be doing something. There cannot be slightest activity. Slightest disturbance. The slightest activity or disturbance requires some strain, some little strain. And add up that strain over infinite time, then it becomes infinite. Therefore, in the ultimate truth or an ultimate reality, there cannot be the slightest of activity, slightest of change. That's how they begin. Then alone there can be identity of Jiva and Ishwara, otherwise there cannot be. If Ishwara is primarily a creator, sustainer, dissolver, you can, you can never, Jiva can never be identical. So there has to be duality then. So those who accept Brahma as Saguna Brahma, those who accept ultimate reality as possessed of these attributes, because, uh, you know, because of their need, Ananda Kalyana Guna Ganaika Nilaya, Ishwara is the abode of all the infinite great virtues. Which is wonderful. But that also excludes. If he is virtuous, Ishwara, he excludes what is not virtuous, vicious, he is excluded. Ishwara must be all-inclusive. He cannot be exclusive. Truth must be all-inclusive. It must necessarily transcend all this business of dharmam, adharmam, satyam, all this vyavahadika stuff. Tya dharmam, adharmam, uve satya, andrute, so, all Vyavahariga, Dharma, Dharma, Satya, Andra, all of that one is to grow out of. Transcending what? One is to grow bigger than them, that's all. What is meant by transcending is, is growing bigger than them. You can't transcend by jumping up and down. It cannot be some kind of mental activity that I transcended. You have to grow bigger than them. These Vedantins think that by some mental process will transcend everything. You, you cannot. If you only grown to that point that you can transcend mentally, otherwise you cannot. No, I will declare that I am not the body. Even if you declare, that declaration doesn't have any meaning at all. Unless you grown to that point where that statement becomes meaningful, otherwise the statement is meaningless. <coughs> so everything must become meaningful in Ishwara, in a primary sense. Elsewhere is all Vyavarika Sapta, but there must be some place where it is primary sense. Everybody cannot be as though, as though, as though. Someday it has to be real. You must be really truthful. It's okay. No, in Vyavara you can't do this. That's okay. But then if you really want to uh, be free, then you have to have a, in primary sense, you must become truthful. That means you have to transcend Vyavara. Nothing should matter to you because as long as something matters to me, I cannot be truthful because then I have to safeguard that thing. Then my truthfulness and honesty all depends upon what I have to safeguard. 
as long as something is safeguard, you cannot be uh, truthful or not on any value, cannot be practiced in a, in a primary sense. Nothing to safeguard. Even Azadi does not matter to me, he says, you know. I'm not fight. I'm fighting for freedom, all right. But it must come through the non, means of non-violence. That's primary. Means is primary. And has to take care of itself. And this was his, you know, in his attitude, in his ambition or his aspiration. <coughs> Whether that happens or not, he did not care. If you know, that's okay. But always shoot high. So what is it? The, 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 uh, uh, huh? No. What is it? Low aim? Yeah, aim always great. If you, if you do not shoot high, I mean, if you are not able to make it, it's okay. But you may always shoot high. Nishan Sukhmaf. Naimav? Nichu Nishan. That's Narvata, I guess, you know. Nishan? Dhruv Kumar? Who said this? Only Narvat can say that. What I'm saying is, I said that. Nishan Sukhmaf? Nay Nichu Nishan, right? So, now having explained this, in that process I explain also the nature of everything. Now Bhashyakara proceeds here on the page 167. Says here on this page 166, well, although we already discussed it, but I have made some note, I mean, underlined some sentence of Narendra Puriyana Tippan. In the line 13, the 12th line. Ekam aneka chetana adhishthitam na bhoti di tarkyakanabhi na shakyam vaktum. Even tarkyaka also cannot say that one cannot be, cannot contain many chetanas. Because the way we are explaining the chetanas, they will, why? So whatever tarkyaka say, it is consistent with what we, what we say is consistent with what the tarkyakas desire. Tarkikas desire there should be one ruler. And that is possible even if many conscious beings are there. Atha ekasya aneka bhoktru adhishtitatvam na sambhodhiti abhipraya ta dasma vipi na ishyadeti. Ekasya aneka, if you are saying that, so Tarkikas say that one cannot be presided over many karta bhokta. That is okay. So one is presided over by devatas or many, but the devutas are not karta-bhokta, that's what we say also. Sa-karmo-pāri-deva-dehe-devānāṁ-bhoktrutvam <coughs> Devutas karna bhokta in this inferior body of human being or the living beings. Nikrushte-manushyādehe So devutas and manushyadeha and all kinds of dehas are there, which are all inferior. So devutas will want to experience things not through this inferior body, through their own body. So, through this inferior body, who is experiencer? Jiva. If Agni is an experiencer in his own body, which is body of Agni. So, Svakarma Pajdevadehe Devanam Bhuktratam. So, Devatas also are said to be Bhuktas of whatever, you know, offerings you make. So, whatever oblations you offer, they go to Devatas. They enjoy that in their own body, not through his body. 
ಸ್ವೀಕೃತ್ಯ ವಾಗಾದಿ ಶಬ್ದವಾಚ್ಯ ಚೇತನಾವತ್ಯೋ ದೇವತ ಸೊ ವೆಂದಸೆ ವಾಗ್ ವೆಂದಸೆ ಚಕ್ಷು ಶ್ರೋತ್ರಂ ಮನ ವಾಟ್ ಶುಡ್ ಅಂಡರ್ಸ್ಟ್ಯಾಂಡ್ ವಿ ಶುಡ್ ಅಂಡರ್ಸ್ಟ್ಯಾಂಡ್ ದಿ ಪ್ರಿಸೈಡಿಂಗ್ ಡೇಟಿಸ್ ಆಫ್ ದೋಸ್ ಸೆನ್ಸ್ ಆರ್ಗನ್ಸ್ ಸೊ ವೆನ್ ದಿಸ್ ಎ ಸ್ಪೀಚ್ ಇಟ್ ಮೀನ್ಸ್ ದಟ್ ಫೈರ್ ಹೂ ಇಸ್ ದಿ ಪ್ರಿಸೈಡಿಂಗ್ ಡೇಟಿ ಆಫ್ ಸ್ಪೀಚ್ ಚಕ್ಷು ಸೂರ್ಯ ಹೂ ಇಸ್ ದಿ ಪ್ರಿಸೈಡಿಂಗ್ ಡೇಟಿ ಆಫ್ ಚಕ್ಷು ಎಟ್ಸೆಟ್ರಾ ಸೊ ದಟ್ ದೆನ್ ದೀಸ್ ದೇವತಾದ ಸೆನ್ಷನ್ and so that is possible that they can debate and whatever it is <coughs> so vagadi shabda vachya chetanavatyo devatahi swikrutya so this is actually arrived in brahma sutra you know but they have not referred to the brahma sutra here but this nirnaya is done in brahma sutra that in this debate what is meant by this sense organs are the presiding deities and devatas are accepted to be conscious being the sentient entities it is swikrutya akshayikaya swartha nirvrtyartham uktam uktam id akshayikaha swartha nirvrtyartham uktam so that akshayika can be taken in a literally sense literal sense yathashutartha tat siddhartham so swartha nirvrtyartham nirvrti means accomplishment swartha means whatever the akhyayaka said in his own words <coughs> taking that literally vashyakar explained that this sense this sense organ should mean the presiding deities and this is the setup so whole setup was also explained and then this is possible so what the upanishad says is possible in literal sense okay so that's akhyayaka ಇದಾನೀಂ ಸೊ ದೆನ್ ಆಲ್ ರೈಟ್ ಸೊ ದಿಸ್ ಆಖ್ಯಾಯಿಕ ತಸ್ಯ ತಾತ್ಪರ್ಯಮ ವಾಟ್ ಈಸ್ ದಿ ಲೆಸನ್ ವಿ ಶುಡ್ ಲರ್ನ್ ಇನ್ ಸೊ ವಾಟ್ಸ್ ಅ ಮಾರಲ್ ಆಫ್ ದಿಸ್ ಸ್ಟೋರಿ ತಸ್ಯ ತಾತ್ಪರ್ಯ ಸೊ ತಾತ್ಪರ್ಯ ಇಸ್ ವಾಟ್ಸ್ ಎ ಪರ್ಪೋರ್ಟ್ ವಾಟ್ ವಿ ವಾಟ್ ಇಸ್ ಇಟ್ ದ ಉಪನಿಷದ್ ವಾಟ್ ಇಸ್ ಇಂಟೆಂಡೆಡ್ ಮೀನಿಂಗ್ ಸೊ ವಾಟ್ ಇಸ್ ದ ಮೀನಿಂಗ್ ದಟ್ ಇಸ್ ಇಂಟೆಂಡೆಡ್ ಬಿ ಕನ್ವೇಡ್ ಬೈ ದ ಉಪನಿಷದ್ ವಾಗಾದೇನ ಸಂವಾದ ಕಲ್ಪಿತ್ರೇಕಾಭ್ಯಾಣಶ್ರೇಷ್ಠತಾ ದಿಸ್ ಸಂವಾದ ಇಸ್ ಪಾಸಿಬಲ್ ಡಿಡ್ ಇಟ್ ಆಕ್ಚುಲಿ ಹ್ಯಾಪನ್ ಫಸ್ಟ್ ಭಾಷೆಕಾರ ಸೇ
then what Shruti says is tenable. Katham yuktam idam. They say, how is it tenable? It is tenable this way. But then, do you mean to say that this devata is literally debated like this? Says no. They can debate. So what Upanishad says can be literally explained. But then, what lesson should you learn is, Kalpitaha Vagadhyanami Samvada Kalpitaha. This dialogue among these sense organs, etc., is only imagined by Shruti. For what? Pranashreshthata Nirdhanartham. For ascertaining the Shreshthata, the superior to the greatness of Prana. For ascertaining the greatness of Prana, this Samvada or this dialogue has been only, has been only created by the Shruti. Cock and bull stories, but I just to say, you know, there are cock and bull stories. <laughs> cock and bull means what a, what a grandmother will tell the child, you know, or whatever. So, but then there is always a purpose. It's not that this is being told for no reason at all. Not just for entertainment. It is a purpose. Purpose is what? Prana shrishthata nirdhanartham, nirdhanartham. For ascertaining the shrishthata, the greatness or the superiority of prana. But they have not said it. So, Shruti does not say, but this is what you would arrive at. How? Anvaya Vitareka Abhyam. By the rule of Anvaya and Vitareka, agreement and difference. When one is there, others are there. One is not there, others are not there. When as long as prana is there in the Dupadi, so long sense organs are there. When prana is not there, they are not there. Sanvaya. When prana is there, they are there. Vitareka, prana is not that, they are not there. That shows that their being here is dependent upon the prana. So prana is a niyamaka. So prana is a superior, they are inferior. It is, that's what you understand from the story. So vidushaha, for the thinking person, vidushaha. So for the one who wants to meditate, or one who is, who is an intelligent person. So for the learned person, everybody may only take a look at the story and go back from there only. So when you tell story to children, that is what they will take. This is their take. That's what happened, you know. Hey, God became, you know, cosmic person. One step in this. They, they enjoy it. We used to enjoy. Because Ishwar is so powerful, you know. He can do this in one step. He can measure the whole earth, universe. So that also is okay. But then the lesson you have to take is... Uh, if you will take their own lesson, but then the three steps are Jagrat, Swapna, Sushupti, etc., etc. And that, that's how you can explain how it transcends the three avastas and whatever you want to say. Iha viraga, etc. So and this is how you can connect the story to what it is, something something more than just the the literal, you know, meaning of the story. So, Kalpana is imagination. So, Kalpana prayojanam aha. Vidushaha. Vidushaha anve kalpitaha. What for? Vidushaha anve vitareka abhyam pranasheshtara nirdhanartham. The reason why the Shruti has imagined the story, created the story, is for ascertaining the superiority of prana. <coughs> On the part of Vidwan or a learned person. 
Hey, but do you ever do this kind of thing? How? You see, when Shruti also imagines, there is some basis of imagination. You can't imagine something, other we won't understand. So even when the Vedas tell you stories, they tell you stories like a grandmother telling story to a grandchild, you know. Because then only we can understand story. If the setup of the Veda is different from the setup that we are familiar with, then we won't understand what they want to say. So Vedas also imagine a story similar to what happens in our day-to-day life. Therefore, yathoktaṁ kalpanaṁ drishtāntena spashtayati. This kalpana of the, on the part of the Shruti is clarified with the help of an illustration. Bhāsakarasa yathāyatyāri. Yathāloke purushāha anyonyam ātmanashreshthatāyai vivadamānaha kanchita gunavishesha vijñam prachanti konashreshtho gunayirite Yet, just as loke in our day-to-day life, pusha, human beings, people, anyonyam, atna, shrishthatai, vivadamana, is not unusual. That people, you know, they, they dispute among each other, among themselves, trying to prove their superiority. Every moment we see this, trying to prove that, that they are right, you know, in ordinary discussion also, between husband and wife also, let alone be to anybody else, they are also. Husband wants to prove that he is right and she wants to prove that she is right, you know. So thus human being wants always to do that. Therefore we find that people always, so aham sreshtadaya, atmana sreshtadaya. As you said yesterday, there is a strong need to feel good about oneself. And I can feel good about myself only when I am acceptable to myself. And that is only when I think that I am alright. And that is only when I am better or equal to others or better than others. So, um, therefore it is necessary to establish aham shrestata, self-superiority. And nobody, everybody wants to be superior. Therefore, nobody will accept anybody as a superiority. Therefore, vivadamana. As it goes on in parliament, you know, and so, vivadamana. Because these fellows who don't accept their superiority, nobody will want to accept somebody as superiority. That means you are accepting your inferior. And that's not, not possible. One doesn't uh, accept that. Wherever self-superiority comes, vivada will come. Because now you are touching a sore point of somebody else. You are pushing somebody's button. Moment you claim or prove, try to prove or even imply indirectly. Then also it hurts somebody, you know, some button is pushed. Because when I prove my superiority, automatically your inferiority is proven. Because one cannot be superior unless somebody is inferior. That in the case, you touch the button and you are going to have and that person also will want to prove their superiority, which is, you know, natural. So, anyonyam atmana shrishtadai vivadamanaha. So, this is a common thing that we find, that people vivadamanaha, they argue with each other, dispute with each other, why with each other for establishing their own self-superiority. And naturally, be, then, then you have to go to Supreme Court and stuff like that because nobody accepts in them. You have to go to some, some, somebody else. Kanchid guna vishesh abhignyam prachadi. 
then you will go to somebody who has the wisdom to recognize the guna or the quality that a person possesses. There are several paintings, you know, then, so whenever any kind of a competition takes place, you always have judges or referees. So whether it's dance competition, singing competition, saregama, pada, whatever it is, you know, you always, you bring people who are accepted as knowledgeable people. So do you know the music and know every aspect of it. And so whether the, the you know, tala is alright, whether the pitch is alright, shruti is alright, is the bhava is there, is the expression on the face, and everything, is the whole personality, how you are involved, you become one with it. So one is able to perceive, sense everything. Then otherwise, uh, one day they had called Asha Bhosle, you know, and, and very, very clearly she was partial, you know. Even we could see, and everybody could see. We thought, hey, this person, why is not, you are not, because you are this, 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 you know. And somebody inferior, he is best. So it was very stupid. Anyway, so sometimes then that, that does not uh, qualify to become a judge. Kanchit Gunavisha Abhignam. Ye tattara brahmanaha sammarsinaha yukta ayuktaha aluksha dharmakama. So they must be aluksha dharmakama. Devoted to dharma. They were selfless. No interest, no agenda. And so that alone can be a judge who has no agenda. At the same time, has the right perception. Both, not only not agenda, but also has the right perception, right sensitivity. <coughs> so, vishesh guna vishesh abhignam prachandi. So, whatever guna, for whatever kind of specialty or attribute or virtue, they want to establish their superiority. Whoever is a perceptible person in that virtue, to that person they should go. Prachanti, then they go and ask him. Kona shrishtho gunahiti. This is a common thing. Then they ask, who among us? That's why the courts are there. You know, supposedly impartial. But anyway, so, nobody is impartial. Everybody is supposed to be impartial. Courts, you don't require if people are impartial. Executive is supposed to be impartial. Everybody is supposed to be impartial. Nobody is supposed to have any personal agenda. But because they have, therefore each one checks and balances each other. So check and balance. That's the democracy. The executive is there, legislative is there, and judiciary is there. So these three are independent branches. With their own, the constitution is ultimately what they are responsible to. But then, therefore, each one has to check and balance the other one. <coughs> Kona Shrestu Gunahiti, who is the Shrestha, the greatest among us in Guna, in that particular quality, you know, suppose they are debating who is the greatest Sanskrit scholar. Then you go to a person who has knowledge of Sanskrit, who is the best singer, then you go to a person who has the knowledge of singing. No, you are the best because you are the tallest. No, not in, in singing we are asking, not in tall, you know, whether who is heaviest and who is tallest. So therefore, Shrestu Gunahiti, in the kind of guna in which we are debating, in that, whether it is singing, it is scholarship, it is cooking, you know, all kinds of competitions are there. In that guna, who is the greatest among us? So then you have to go and ask an impartial person, 
who is also connoisseur or knowledgeable in that branch of, uh, of uh, knowledge. <coughs> okay, we'll continue tomorrow. Om Purnamadaf Purnamidam Purnamudachyate Purnasya Purnamadaya Purnamevavashishyate Om Shanti 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 Shankaram Shankaracharyam Keshavam Badarayanam Sutra Bhashya Krutavande Bhagavanta Punapunaha Ishvaro Gururatmevi Murti Bheda Vibhagine Vyoma Vadvyapta Vihaya Dakshinamurtaye Namaha Om Shantisha Tishantihi Hariho Shri Guru Hariho Om